Hey everybody, welcome to The Highlight Show. This is a show within our show where we sit down and talk to people doing really cool stuff. It could be someone starting a restaurant, it could be a youth group, it could be somebody who has just gone through something hard and has a really cool story to tell. We sit down with them, we pick their brains, and we glean what life lessons we can learn from their journey. Give it a listen. All right. Well, everyone, we want to welcome you once again to a, another episode in our Inkledu Highlights series. Um, this year, we're taking a, taking a step back to have a conversation with some people about uh, their life in ministry, how they found their way into that, and some of the joys and challenges that have kind of gone along with it. And we're blessed this, uh, in this episode to be joined by Taylor Schrow from Forte Catholic, joining us once again. Taylor, thank you so much for your time this evening. Yeah, have you ever uh, done the very easy joke, like the the inkle do's and don'ts of ministry? You know, honestly, the uh, I'm sort of making do with this point that my social media handle is my one lame inkle do joke, where I'm inkle dude AJ as opposed yeah, yeah. to. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to empty the well too quickly on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I figured I was late to the party. No, actually, you're. I wish that I could say that it was actually an act of restraint that's kept me from using that line, but it's actually just it hadn't occurred to me, and I'm a little bit disappointed in myself at the moment. But well, uh, there you go. There's a title for the episode. <laughs> Perfect. The ankle do's and don'ts of evangelization. <laughs> um, so, Taylor, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about kind of your experience in ministry because you have a lot of it. Like you've been in a lot of different types of ministry, um, campus ministry, college, young adults, now doing kind of Catholic media. Uh, what was it that kind of let you know that's where God was was pulling you to start with? Yeah, so the 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 kind of the initial call was um, it was kind of a balance of two things. It was one wanting to give back what I received. I just had a great experience being uh, like a young person in high school um i had a lot of good role models and mentors you know good experiences at you know conferences retreats and that sort of thing um but there was also a big piece of me that like i didn't really encounter god until high school so i also wanted to give back what i didn't receive um so th that's that was kind of the you know i was like i want to give back what i received but also in a way that maybe uh you know some people don't fall through the cracks yeah, definitely. And when you had this like desire to uh, both share what you had received and like you said, also some of the things that maybe you hadn't, was there anyone in particular who really either encouraged you in that or um, like maybe even pointed it out to you or was it something that you kind of came to on your own? Yeah, so I think once I like the first like ministry I was involved in um, was as a high school kid. And it mm -hmm. was, I, I started doing like the sound board at, you know, for like the youth band or whatever at youth group. But the first time somebody like called something out in me um, was we went on a retreat with the music ministry. So it was like, you know, everybody in the music ministry. So the band and the, you know, me being the sound guy and everything and everybody at the retreat, one was you know, everybody involved. I mean, had to come to the retreat, but then also two, they're like, everybody has to perform a song. And I was like, well, I'm not a singer. Like, you know, I, I had not like singing or whatever. Um, and uh, I sang a song. And the next week, they're like, yeah, the, the, the guy and the, 
the two guys and the lady that ran, like the youth band, were like, oh, we see something in you. And uh, the next week I was the lead singer for the youth band. <laughs> uh, and th- those three people really kind of, uh, uh, you know, coached me, encouraged me, kind of saw something in me that I didn't see. And they were just huge influences on on, on me as a young man and I think eventually going into ministry. That's awesome. And I think that's, it's also hysterical the way so often it's like, even if we have the beginnings of a thought about something like, oh, you know, maybe this would be something I would want to do. We tend to envision it being this like really kind of slow, gradual process. Like here's all the steps I'm going to take. But it sounds like not only was it not something you were particularly looking at, but you didn't get a whole lot of time to adjust to the idea either. Yeah, uh, that that a lot of those themes run through the the next you know fifteen <laughs> years of my life. <laughs> and the, God doesn't seem to be a big fan of the whole uh, like yeah, gradually warm up in the shallow end on things. It's a uh, yeah, for sure. It's a lot more of the hop out of the boat and let's see what happens. Yeah, per, per, been drowning in professional ministry for over <laughs> a decade now. <laughs> and like I think. So I, one of the things that I've kind of noticed as a common trend in terms of talking with people in ministry is kind of that, that is a consistent feeling for a lot of people is this idea of on the one hand being like really charged up about the joy of what you get to do. And on the other hand, like being very aware of the fact that like, wait a minute, I'm trying to like teach other people how to walk on water while I'm doggy paddling over here, trying to keep my nose up above it. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, we see the apostles. I mean, that's what the apostles were doing, right? They oh, were yeah. like, Jesus was like, go and cast out demons. And then they come back and they're like, wait, who are you again? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> go and cast out demons. Well, now, wait a minute. Hold up. There was this other guy over here casting out demons, too. Should we get rid of him? Yeah. <sighs> okay. You, you guys are completely <laughs> missing this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so like, what were kind of the steps for you between? That like, okay, someone has seen in you and called you into like helping to be the lead singer for this uh, youth band. What was it about that experience that really kind of led you to want to go further and further into ministry? Yeah. So, I mean, a part of it was just always kind of like, you know, it just felt good. It felt Mm -hmm. good to be, to be, you know, liked and appreciated. And like, that was, that was not that it was new in my life, but it was, um, from people outside of my home, you know, like I, 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 like in junior high, I didn't, you know, I didn't have a ton of friends. And, and, sure. uh, uh, so like having people outside of my house being like, Oh, you have gifts and talents. This, this is, you know, and outside of sports, you know, uh, something different, something good. So, um, but then also just like, I saw how it like affected other people, like affected my peers and, and stuff. Like when we started, you know, doing ministry in, in, in high school, I continued into college, you know, like just, um, like, kind of kept doing the same kinds of things just kind of a reaffirmation of the gifts like in college i did a lot of music stuff you know we i had a, a, a worship band we traveled all over all over texas we're pretty much leading worship for a retreat or conference pretty much every weekend by the end you know the last couple of years of college and um yeah so it just kind of like it you know it, it's it doesn't feel gradual because i mean because it it, it a lot happened but it, i mean it was it was over the course of like six years yeah that i just started doing a little bit more and a little bit more more and more people kind of you know kind of affirming that call of like hey you have some gifts here like, not just you know like physical gifts of like being able to sing but also like there seems to be like people tend to connect with god like when you sing i was like oh that's 
even better, you know? So uh, just kind of some affirmations of some gifts and, you know, a lot of growth along the way, but um, yeah. And I think one of the things that's awesome about that, because so I'm, my day job is I'm a, I'm a high school teacher at a Catholic school out here in Phoenix. And like, I teach a, a semester on the idea of vocation and like the look of shock on juniors in high school's faces when I tell them, so when you're trying to figure out God's call for you, like, what do you consider? And then when they list like, well, what do I want to do? I'm like, okay, good. That's absolutely part of what God wants you to consider when you're making this decision. Cause they normally say it thinking that they're in some way being rebellious. And it's like, no, no, no. Like it should feel good <laughs> doing what that'll be a strong indication that you're doing what God wants you to do is that like, you'll feel at home in it. Cause it's what you were created for. Um, but like, what was kind of the transition from, so when you were leading music, were you one of the like worship leaders who's also kind of interspersing some prayer and stuff in between songs as well? Oh yeah, for sure. I wanted every, all the focus and attention to be on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not quite where I was intending that question. Yeah, to go, yeah. But I mean, yeah, no. yeah. Fair. yeah no, self-awareness no, sure. is key. Yeah, for sure. So like, you know, fa fast forwarding, you're, you know, a, a few years, you know, I, I studied, you know, got my degree and all this kind of stuff and eventually became a, uh, a youth minister and started speaking more. But like that was kind of the burgeoning of like the the speaking stuff and the, mm -hmm. the giving talks was, the, you know, essentially as a worship leader, the more like the, the congregation and like the, the, the pastors tend to give you a little bit more leeway, you know, at, at the at the beginning, they're just like, shut up, don't say anything, just sing to Jesus and don't say anything. <laughs> and then like, you know, you get a little bit more and they're like, okay, you can say a few sentences and they get a little bit more and they're like, okay. And like, you know, by the, by the middle, I was like, you know, giving a, a little mini sermon between, you know, some of the songs. So yeah, just kind of some growth and, you know, getting a little bit more leash as you kind of grow and you're not saying, uh, you know, heresy and stuff. So that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I think too, like, it is awesome when you kind of realize, because yeah, there are a lot of gifts musically and everything, but it, there's also this realization that like, there is something more in you as well. You know, it, it's one thing, you know, to write a song and things like that really allow you to kind of communicate your experience of the faith. But so even when you're performing other people's songs, being able to kind of help make some connections for some of the people listening to it, I do think it's, it's not a shock to me that so many people who are like leading worship tend to end up in some of the more like teaching position ministry roles, because ultimately like it is that same kind of concept of, Here's this thing that you're all enjoying. Let me point out, though, like what you're actually saying and what you're actually singing when you do this. Yeah, when we say God is a good, good, good father, what I'm trying to say is that God is a father that is good. So, you know, the <laughs> yes. Deep, yeah. The just in case you thoughts. guys missed this. <laughs> but it's also kind of amazing how often it is like on that level of things that you're needing to point out to people. Like, again, talking to high school students about, all right. You know how I can tell none of you are really thinking about what you're saying during this prayer because it's the, our father. And you all said, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And you didn't hesitate even a little bit. Like <laughs> how confident are you that you're forgiving enough that you want God to be as, as forgiving with you as you are with everybody. Right. Wait, I said that. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah, no. That you, you just damned yourself. Yeah. Like <laughs> these words mean things. <laughs> right. But my favorite one is the uh, is the creed. Where it is all nonchalantly, and I look forward to dead people becoming alive again. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know. I think. For me personally, I take a little comfort in the idea that there's a really good chance by the time it happens, I'm one of them. You know? Right, yeah, yeah. God willing, and I don't mess this up. Um, the inkle do's and don'ts of being a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> do not consume human flesh on Fridays, especially yeah. during Lent. Uh, <laughs> Are those rules still going to be in effect after the world has ended? Who knows? <laughs> questions that i really hope i never have to know the answer to uh question your worship leader will probably answer in his next many sermon between songs <laughs> fingers crossed fingers crossed yeah. um so kind of going through that transition you mentioned the idea of your own education and everything um and again i'm, I'm just one of the things that i'm always really curious about is the role other people play. Like you mentioned early on the idea of those three people from the youth band who really saw something in you, called it out in you and like encouraged you to pursue it. As you continued moving forward in your preparation and yeah, getting the confirmation from God and that internal confirmation of this feels right. I feel like I'm home in doing this. What were some of the other like supports and things that helped you continue moving forward? Yeah, so uh, it was interesting at the at the university that I was that I went to. Um, it was a Catholic university that struggled with its Catholic identity. Mm. Um, so uh, there were a few people in particular um, that were very good, and then there were some others that were kind of negative, like you know, the opposite of deterrent, which is kind of weird. It was like negative reinforcement that I needed to be doing what I was doing. Right. Right. That idea of some people encourage you by showing you how good things can be and other people show you encourage you by kind of showing you. So like, if I stop, these are the people who are going to be doing it. And, right. Yeah. And... Like the Catholic church teaches X, Y, and Z. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Clearly it doesn't, you know, like <laughs> you forgot the word not in there. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, but I, there were, so, so, was, so there was like kind of arguing with like people who had doctorates as an mm. 18, 19, 20 year old. It's like that, that was pretty formative, you know? Uh, but then also there were kind of the, the lights in the darkness. I had one professor who was just incredible, incredible guy, uh, made, made me fall in love with scripture. I mean, just, and like the study of it and the wanting to share it and just the way that he shared about scripture and the, like the word of God. And it's, um, it taught me a lot about God, but it also taught me about how to, a lot about the, the method of like how to share it. Right. Um, Continue, like that was like more on like the teaching and learning side and then the music side uh the the music director for the like the school of music which is one of the degrees i got it, it, the school of music was super catholic actually wrote one of the mass settings that many people listening probably have in the in their you know at their churches um and he was just he was like a faith mentor he was a professional mentor like mm -hmm. a, as the music director so like his confident like he gave me a bunch of solos for our like music choir but then also like he would sing with us at church you know like it was just like that that integration of like professionalism and loving people and caring for people and, and uplifting people um him and his wife were a, a really played a really big role in that she worked at the campus ministry office he, he was the director of the of the of the music program um so they were they were kind of like my school mom and dad you know over there gotta have those uh, yeah. like 
Yeah, that is, that's really awesome too. Especially, I don't know, there's just something, there's something that like brings things to another level when there's like a husband and wife team that are like tag teaming it and nailing it that hard. Right. Like, especially for people who are pursuing like through lay ministry and things like that, that idea of, oh, okay, cool. So not only is it possible for me to, to do this in my life and not have it be like this incredible burden on family, but it can actually even be one of the shared things that we have that really like drives and unites the family together too. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because my, my wife just got a job at our local parish. And so, like, I've worked in professional ministry, like, since before we were married. And she's been a stay-at-home mom for 10 years. And, uh, you know, we, our, our youngest daughter is, uh, just went to school. So my wife got a job at the parish. And uh, I'm looking forward more to that, like, to, to like you know, partnering on stuff like that. Because we just, we just haven't done it because it's been a divide-and-conquer kind of thing. Sure. Uh, you know, you, you take the kids. I'll take the, you know, the children of God, you know, that sort of thing, you know. Um, so it's, it, I'm, I'm looking forward to that kind of stuff. That's really cool. Congratulations to her on that too. And congratulations uh-huh. to the parish, I'm sure. Oh, and congratulations to our pocketbooks. It's great. <laughs> yeah. No, no, there, there's a lot of winners here. There's a yeah, lot yeah. of winners. <laughs> but that also brings up like another one of the things like, I mean, working in ministry, yes, is absolutely incredibly rewarding. But sometimes people forget that that doesn't mean that it's like incredibly easy. So like, how have you as as a husband and father first, how have you, have you found it difficult to kind of balance the, your ministry at home and your ministry like outside of the house, or has it been a pretty easy blend for you? Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty difficult. Um, I think a lot of times when it comes to, to parish, to parish work, especially, um, it's stuff that we're because it's stuff that we're passionate about, and, and, and I think this could go for any job, right? Sure. Anything that you're passionate about and have the skill set to do, you're going to want to do because it brings fulfillment and people tend to enjoy it, you know. Um, and and so I I, I think there like that, it, it's a constant battle, right? And you know, like I think obviously I think I've gotten better at it over over the years, but you know from learning from positive and negative experiences. But um, it's it's a pretty constant like, um, you know, we were, we were just talking about it last night of like, am I doing too much? Is she doing too much? And like, it's just kind of constantly asking that question over and over again, I think is actually pretty, pretty healthy um, because we can get overworked and, and that sort of thing. So um, I, I tend to only stop when I get really sick and then I get sick for three weeks because I, you know, uh, then I can't do anything. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I, I, I think I'm. Ironically enough, the last few months, I've been able to kind of slow down a little bit, start to like refocus and rethink about stuff, kind of getting like finally kind of being done with how my our whole life changed from COVID, like finally mm-hmm. getting to a rhythm of like this new life that we have. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 interesting that you asked that now, because it's like we're kind of in a we're in a good place now after kind of not for a while. So sure. And I. I... I think it's really important what you were just talking about though, too, in terms of that idea of the healthiness of asking the question and like also, especially the idea of having someone who it's not just you asking yourself the question, but like being able to talk it through with someone because like, I don't know, for me, 
I have a colossal tendency to just get trapped in my own head where all of a sudden now I'm playing the, well, okay. So I have the ability to do this and it's definitely something that like is directed at bringing people closer to God. And so if I have the ability to do it, I should do it, but I'm also exhausted. Now, like that debate with, uh, am I being lazy or am I being like appropriately aware of my limitations and that constant tug of war. Yeah. No, I, I totally know what you mean. Um, I, I just um, told some people no to some things that I've done at the parish before. They're like, hey, can you come speak at RCA? It's like, no. Like, I essentially just launched a new ministry at our parish. It's like Catholicism 101 for adults. It's kind of like, you know, like, you know, I, you know, like you, I've been teaching junior high and high school kids for years. And now it's now I'm working with, with older people who didn't learn that stuff in junior right. high and high school and now it's 30 20 you know 20 30 40 years later um so it's like i've i've shifted my focus and i'm putting a lot of my time and energy into into this so like i'm not doing music at mass anymore i'm not helping out at rcaa and i'm just kind of like no like i'm and the person that i turned down you know you always think like oh people are going to be disappointed and she's like totally get it <laughs> I, 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 she's like i'm overworked <laughs> <You> know, so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I think finding that balance you know uh, of j just kind of constantly asking the question I, uh, one of my mentors in, in life and in ministry told me that uh you know he asked me a similar question to your balance question he's like he's like taylor i've been married for 20 years i was in professional ministry now you know he's a you know insurance salesman you know professional work family kids he's like you i, I finally just gave up and i found i'm never gonna have balance but constantly trying to find it is healthy right yeah. you're just never going to have it sometimes you're going to be more focused on on uh, work you know i would imagine with you being a teacher the first few weeks it's like that's probably a pretty primary focus right and then you kind of like kind of you know you have some time to reflect and you're like oh i haven't spent as much time with the kids so then you probably let work go a little bit and you know focus on the kids and then you're like oh I need to focus on, you know, my health and you start focusing on that, you know, just kind of, it just, you can't do it all. You just kind of circle around and try to, try to get it. Yeah. I think, I think that idea of like balance over time is the goal. I'm not right. <laughs> the, the reality is I'm never going to have a moment where I am balanced, but <laughs> if over the course of a school year, I can like have my teeter totter, like not completely on one end, I'm probably, I'm doing okay generally a good dad generally a good teacher you know i mean some days you know, <laughs> you know look i was joking with the the some of the students today we were talking about like the church militant church in waiting and church triumphant stuff and i was like you know i i say this a lot kind of half jokingly that like purgatory is the goal like i already know i'm not good enough at this life to like go straight to heaven like but if i get to purgatory at least i know that's coming eventually after a good like deep cleaning on the soul, then I'll be good to go. But like, uh, I, I offer this service to anybody that's on the fence like that. I can, I could come Marty you if you'd like, uh, <laughs> just send you right to heaven. You know, it's just a service. I, you know, it's a, and, it, you know, and people, I appreciate the offer, but as you just mentioned, you know, as a husband and father, like I'm not sure the, he asked me to martyr him defense is going to go super well in court. And I'm also not sure that if I ask someone to martyr me, I'm not sure how well my court appearance in the uh, the next step goes either. But yeah. I do appreciate the offer. You're a generous man, a generous, <laughs> generous man. You're welcome. <laughs> so uh, 
I'm actually really interested now as you were just talking about that new ministry because we did like the meet the teacher night last night. And so the parents come through and say hello. And like the number of parents who like after I talk about what we're going to be going over in class, like, oh man, do they have a class like that for us? Like uh, ask your parish, but probably no. Like what was kind of the, what was it that kind of made you make that move into primarily now working with uh, the parents? Uh, my pastor asked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, very long story short, we had uh, two very rough pastors before this one. I won't go into the details, but you'll just have to trust me. Um, and then we got this. So I essentially quit my parish. Like it was really, really ugly. Um, and then uh, we got this new guy. And I was like, oh, he actually seems like a good human being that like loves Jesus and you know wants to do good things for the parish. So Man, um, I wish that wasn't as uh, as pleasant a surprise as it is. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. So um so he came in and he invited me to be on pastoral council. So I, I, I said yes. That was my first mistake. Uh, <laughs> Um, but I was like, no, like I, I, you know, after two years of like not offering my services, you know, as a, you know, volunteering, I was like, okay, I'll do it. So I did that. And then we started alpha. I don't know if you're familiar with alpha, but it's essentially just kind of like the welcome to the Catholic church yeah. kind of thing. Right. Um, and then they were like, well, what do we do after that? You're trying to build out this plan for our parish of how to like make disciples. Right. So it's like, let's build out the first first pathway. And it's like, okay, now they've done alpha. What's next? And essentially they were like, we need some kind of like, you know, um, growth in knowledge. Cause essentially like at that point, people are like, yes to Jesus, but it's not like the most, it's not like super, super uber Catholic sure. in its pitch. It's like Jesus prayer faith. It's kind of for people that are kind of, I'm not sure about faith. And then the next step is like, okay, now what about Catholicism? Right. Um, so, uh, he was like, well, we need somebody to do this. And I was like, uh, well, I don't want to help with Alpha anymore because it's not where my skill set lies because I help with the first one. I was like, my skill set's more in like teaching the faithful. Like that's where that's you know the whole like evangelism versus catechesis thing. Mm -hmm. It's like I've been in ministry long enough that I've learned how to do evangelism. But like where I really thrive is 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 the teaching and like the pastoring of a group of people it's like even when i was a youth minister i like sunday nights were like the big night where everybody's there it's like it's okay but wednesday yeah. night when i only had 20 and like i was really pouring into those kids and discipling them like that's where i thrive so it's it's it was kind of a natural thing of like i'll do that because i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> no and i i think that's I definitely relate. So I, before I became a teacher, I did spend uh, a couple of years in New Mexico doing youth ministry and it was much the same deal. It was a really large parish and that was awesome. It was always really cool that we had these big numbers of, of kids there on a Sunday night, but it was definitely one of those things like, I'm really glad you're all here. And I'm really glad I've got this awesome team of core members who are really, really good at this stuff so that I can fake it long enough to then get to like our Bible study and our like leadership teams and like really heavily invest in a handful of people rather than kind of scattering things out there and hoping that a handful of you like get what I'm talking about, but right. Yeah. Shoot with a rifle instead of a shotgun. I hear yeah, you. exactly. <laughs> that, that's a really good, good image there for it. Um, I guess as we kind of come towards the, the end of this conversation, and I really, I want to thank you again so much for your openness to spending the time and also sharing your experience with us. What would you say is like some of the advice you would give to people who are 
yes, discerning possibly a specific call in ministry, but also even more generally than that, like how can we make ourselves open to recognizing the call when God is, <laughs> how do we know to, when it's time to pick up the phone basically? Yeah. One of the things that I've learned um, over the last like, you know, two years specifically, like when I've changed uh, my role and now, you know, not working at a parish, but, you know, um, doing more of the Catholic media and speaking kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the big things that I wasn't doing was I wasn't doing any like audio video production other than for myself. And it's like I had this entire skill that I just never told anybody about and never used. Right. One, I was never used it to, to help people. And then on the other side, I never used it to make money, which is like a good and great thing if you want to be in professional ministry for any <laughs> amount of time, you know. Um, and so I, I think one of the things is like, what are all of your gifts? Right. Because a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know, like we look at there's just so many more options than I think we that I than I used to think there were. I used to think like, oh, I will be the youth minister, or I will be you know, there's there's youth minister, there's DRE, there's theology teacher, right? But there's so many other options now. So it's like, what are what is your skill set? What do you like doing? You know, kind of like the, the the question that you ask your high school kids. What are your what's your skill set? What do you enjoy doing? What do other people? What have other people said? Like, hey, you're pretty good at this, you know. Um, and like try to find something that matches that because i think a lot of times people will take jobs where it's like oh i really want to catechize it's like oh well, i'll become a youth minister when, and then you realize 30 hours of its paperwork and office stuff you know yeah. and and you're like oh this isn't really what i wanted to do you know like there's <laughs> there are other options um so a lot of that just comes from experience and like you know actually trying things and learning the things that you like to do and the things you don't like to do um but um i think that's the biggest thing it's just like looking at what are your actual gifts and talents? And then how can I use those? I, I like, I, I've been doing this for 12, 13 years now. And I finally feel like in the last year that I'm finally kind of where I'm supposed to be. Like I did other things and I was successful at them. And I, and I had some good things and I had some bad things, but it's now I'm just like, I'm using all of my gifts and it's going pretty well, you know? So, uh, it took me 12, 13 years. I hope it doesn't take everybody listening. that long. So <laughs> I'm telling you what I learned to you know, 11 years in. So. And again, like that's, that's the, that importance of community and why, you know, why Christ founded a church instead of a bunch of like home one-on-one sessions. Like, but I think that's really important too, especially because, I don't know, being called to and drawn to ministry should be a fairly universal experience, but we need to not be so incredibly narrow about how we define it. And like a lot of times people are going to be ministering without being professional ministers, like being a like really strong, faithful person in your workplace. That's not a Christian or Catholic workplace is still an incredibly important ministry. Like just, you know, honestly, kind of going back to what you were talking about, like your reaction when the the new pastor came in and it's like, oh, this is a decent person. Like shock people by being a decent person in a workplace where it's not always easy to be a decent person. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting, you know, you talk about like the different 
different gifts and these sorts of things. It's like uh, we just did a spiritual gifts inventory with that group mm -hmm. uh, that, that, I, that I was working with. And the essentially the other host, like I was the teacher and she was the host. Like she, we, we did all of this at their house. There was 20 people inside this. They live in like a Greek village. Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> And she like she got all these gifts of like hospitality and caring for people and and uh, and like uh, loving you know um, like kind of the more uh, interpersonal kind of stuff. And she was like, "Oh, but I'm not you. I'm not teaching. I don't have those skills." And I'm like, "Literally, none of this would have happened if if we didn't do this. Like, could we have done this at the church? Yes, and it would have been in a stale." big old pack center at the room it wouldn't have felt as homely people wouldn't have opened up as much people wouldn't have um built the relationships that they had we wouldn't have these incredible conversations around your dinner table 30 minutes beforehand and we had like a cocktail hour the hour after we were done and it's like that was that's where some of the best ministry happened and i was like that was all because of you right i gave a 30 minute talk people were here for three hours because they loved being here and that's what you brought to the table so that's awesome and yeah also like a good kind of last second plug in there too for like it's important to do an inventory of your gifts because just like you were talking about with her there are so many things that we just sort of because we only see ourselves from our perspective we take the things we can do for granted like actually taking the time to really identify your gifts which you've mentioned a few times like but that's so huge well as we uh kind of bring this to a close. I do just want to thank you again, Taylor. It was awesome talking with you. Uh, I'm really excited for what you're starting at your parish. And I hope it's something that like starts spreading across the country. Uh, I would love to uh, have some people hear about this and decide they're going to try it at their parishes too. Cause I mean, again, the reality is all the work that we do with the youth and that kind of stuff is supposed to be a supplement to what they're getting at home with the parents as their primary formators. And like a lot of the parents are aware that they need more formation and need more help, but don't have a place to get it. So uh, I, I hope this is something that spreads like wildfire, man. It's awesome to hear that you're doing it. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was good talking to you. All right. Well, with that, everyone, we will go ahead and say adieu. once again for listening to the Inkledoo podcast. If you enjoyed what we had to say on this and you think other people might as well, then we'd really appreciate it if you'd help us out. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any of the social media profiles, and please make sure to go ahead and share this link and this episode on your own social media. Thank you so much.